Welcome to Simplify Refocus. I'm your host, Jaron Fox, and this is episode number four. And today we're going to be talking about stretching the American dollar. Um, I think with this day and time that we're living in, um, I think everybody's kind of looking at their budget. They're looking at their finances and going, man, how can I make every dollar work for me? And uh, budgeting, money management, uh, these are, I think, some hot topics and have been for many years. There are a plethora of books. There's uh, all kinds of podcasts, uh, books, articles, TV shows, uh, YouTube channels. I mean, you, you just go on and on and on um, about uh, budgeting. Um, of course, you know, you've got the Dave Ramsey show. And I'm sure there's a ton of other people that talk about finances and and how to m- manage your money. Um, and of course, I'm, I'm not a financial counselor. Um, I don't have a degree in ca- accounting or anything like that. I'm just a uh, just a I guess a normal guy that's living uh, in America that's just wondering, okay, how can I stretch each dollar? How can I make a difference with my money and not go into the red? Uh, just keep putting in the savings, uh, you know, for that rainy day, for that emergency that comes up, uh, save up for a home, save up for another vehicle or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and of course, you know, be be a team player with the community. So, you know, paying my tithes to the church um, and, you know, just trying to give where there's a need. And, you know, when you're trying to budget and you're trying to do all these things, it's kind of hard to juggle. And so, uh, this episode is is really not into a lot of the details, uh, but just a little bit of a, a little bit of a story on myself, and then some life lessons that I have learned um, recently and continuing to learn uh, that may be beneficial for you. So this is just an overarching uh, view of uh, uh, some money habits, uh, some budgeting ideas, uh, so that we can know where our money went. Um, so. And I guess I can go ahead and go into the little bit of the story and where this episode came from. Uh, so my wife and I, we've been married for about a year and a half now. This is uh, March of 2023. Um, and I guess we we was trying to save up and, you know, putting some money in the bank. And I looked into the bank account. I don't know. It was probably December, January, somewhere in there. And the amount that I had in the savings... Um, was not uh, was not the amount that was my goal. You know, my goal was X, Y, Z, uh, but I was uh, I was short, and I was like, where did that money go? You know, what what happened? And and I knew where some of it went. Um, you know, I had the medical issues, so I had medical bills and 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 whatnot uh, to pay off, and so that 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 dipped into the savings for sure, uh, but. You know, other than that, it's like, well, where did the money go? I, I, I kind of calibrated for that, but where did the rest of it go? Uh, so I took um, six month, a six-month dissection. So I printed off my bank statements of the previous six months. So that was um, uh, July to through December of 2022. And I printed them out, and I took different uh, highlighters. I took a pen. And I dissected every single expense that I had, and I color coded them. So, like, if it was a bill, 
um, if it was medical, if it was something personal, um, if it was groceries, food, eating out, you know, whatever. I categorized it. Once I categorized all of it, identified each and every purchase for a six-month time period, which that took me some time, but it was well worth it. And and then at the, and then for each month statement, I broke it down into the different categories. So I you know uh, eating out this much, uh, groceries was this much, bills was this much, and I had to be pretty pretty transparent with myself. Had to be honest with myself. What category is this in? Was this a need? Was this a bill? Uh, was this a spending money expense? You know whatever. I did all that. And, and, and in the, in the, in the course during some of this too, I found a subscription that I didn't need. I didn't know I had go figure. Um, and so here are some things that I have learned uh, from that experience, uh, that will, uh, I think hopefully help you. So how to stretch the American dollar. And the first thing is subscriptions. Um, you know, and a little bit of history on subscriptions, and you guys, I think, all know this, but there there is a danger in subscriptions. I mean, I think there's a lot of good things about it, but there's a lot of uh, there's a transition in the industry. So used to, you know, you would buy a Microsoft based computer, and then you would buy Microsoft Office, and you install it on there. It was on these discs, these CDs. You would install it, and you had it. I mean, you was good to go. And I mean, and then, of course, the Internet came along and then you was able to download things. You was able to update um, and so forth. Well, uh, of course, you know, uh, games, you bought the the disc, right? You bought the game, say, at Walmart and you went home, put it in your uh, PlayStation, your Xbox, you know, GameCube, and you played the game and you enjoyed it. And, you know, maybe still do um, DVDs. You know, you bought a DVD. Uh, magazines, you could, I mean, I, I, you know, newspapers and magazines, you have been throughout the years able to just to get a subscription. Um, but you could also go into the store and buy a magazine. Uh, groceries, when you was needing some groceries, you went to the store, uh, went through up and down the aisles, put them in your cart, you purchase them and you go home. Now the money making, and this is where the, the industry has turned, the, the money making is in the subscriptions. So there is an annual cost to have Microsoft Office. You know, you downloaded it initially from online and you agree to spend X amount of money uh, each year to keep it updated, uh, to keep having it on your computer so you can continue using it. Uh, monthly charge to have a game. So a lot of the games now, it's not you just go to Walmart, buy you a game, go home and enjoy it. There's still some out there. But even the ones that you buy now, um, you know, like with Xbox, you buy the the DVD or you can buy it uh, through the store or whatever is online. You can buy it, but, oh, you want this package? Oh, you want the upgrade or you want uh, the uniform package? I don't know. I'm making some of this stuff up. But, you know, you want these add-ons. Well, that's going to cost you something. You know, so there's additional charges. And then, of course, if you want to play with other people, you know, because if you buy the one that's just the the DVD, you know, that DVD, the disc, you buy the disc. Well, that's just for you to play. 
If you want to play with your friends, well, you got to create this account and you have to do it online. You got to be connected to the internet and you got a monthly subscription so that you can play with your friends, even if they're not in the same room with you. Um, so you got those add-ons. Um, of course, uh, you know, DVDs, movies, shows, or whatever. Now you've got not just, you know, cable out there, which I don't know how, how successful cable is anymore. Uh, but, you know, you got Disney Plus, you got Hulu, you got Netflix. What are these? These are subscriptions. Uh, HelloFresh. Um, instead of going to the grocery store and getting your groceries, well, you can now uh, be a subscribed to places like HelloFresh, which uh, they send you meals and all this, that, and the other. You can go on Amazon Prime, which is a subscription of itself. Go into Amazon Prime, and what can you do? You can go in there and say, hey, I want to subscribe to this product, and it will send you that product like every month. So uh, that that's how you get groceries. That's how you can get DVDs. That's how you can get your entertainment. That's how you can get your games. That's how you can get your technology. On and on and on and on it goes. Subscriptions is the way businesses are making money. Um, so, and the, the danger in the subscriptions is that once they get you hooked in and you're a little bit dependent upon them, then they can slowly raise the price and, you know, the, the consumer has two choices. You can leave, you can drop it, or you have to pay it. Um, and so, but that's, that's where everything's going. That's where everything's heading. And they want people dependent upon them. They get you hooked on that you need this, or this is going to better your life. And then once you're convinced of that and you, you, st you start giving them money, then they start raising it and they make more money. So that's the first thing. So watch your subscriptions. Um, you know, if there's something that you don't need or you can do without, get rid of it. Um, I found one that I didn't even know I was subscribed to. It was disguised as uh, one that I did, uh, did utilize. It had the same like name. It was just a different price. And it was not a scam. It was not anything like that. But I don't know. It just I guess I must accidentally subscribe to it. Didn't realize it. Whatever. Um, and so I got rid of it, and that saved me. I think seven dollars a month. And I, I was spending it, and I didn't even realize. And so watch your subscription, dissect it, know where your money's going. Uh, the second thing, eating out. Oh man, this is a big one. So uh, eating out, it may be convenient. And I actually heard somebody this week that said it was actually cheaper for them. Now, I don't know. That is the first time I've ever heard somebody said that eating out was cheaper for them because I have no idea what on earth were they purchasing at the grocery store and fixing at home that is more expensive than them getting some food at a restaurant. I, I don't know. But anyway, other than that one person, um, it, the eating out may be convenient, but look at what are you eating? What are you ordering? Um, how often are you eating out? Um, and then, of course, why are you eating out? Is it because it's con it's convenient? You don't have time? Is you know? So look into making things in the crock pot. Looks at look at things that are easy to make that is not time consuming in your evening. Because after a hard day at work, the last thing a lot of people want to do is, is spend thirty minutes an hour in the kitchen trying to fix food. So uh, kind of look at you know how often are you eating? Why are you eating out? Is there better options? Um, and of course, it's kind of deceiving because if you're buying groceries and you're eating out, I mean, those are two different expenses. That's like, you know, uh, make up your mind. Are you eating at home or are you eating out? And obviously, if you if you are out and about or you're on vacation, yeah, you got to eat out. Or if there's 
you know, those circumstances, you, you know what they are, you know, you have to eat out. Uh, but if you're buying groceries and they're rotting in the, the refrigerator because you're not eating at the house as often as you had planned and you're doing that on a consistent basis, that might be a way of saving you money. Um, or you can start doing things in the crock pot so that you come home and the food is ready. Um, so kind of check out and see where's the money going with eating out. Can it be scaled back, et cetera? Uh, the third um, um, way is what I call spending money. Um, you know, a few dollars here, a few dollars there, that all adds up. Well, you know, I, I'm just going to buy another pack of gum. Well, I'm just going to uh, buy this real quick because I, I think this is going to be helpful for my project. Well, I'm going to buy another uh, one of these because I think the one that I've got is wearing out. Well, you know, I'm going to, and it's just on and on and on. And, you know, before you know it, you've got 30 pairs of shoes in, in the, the closet, 15 of them you haven't even worn yet uh, because you bought them because they were you know, they, they screamed at you when you was in the store. They, uh, they're going to replace the ones that you currently have. I've got several uh, uh, pairs of shoes, you know, telling on myself here, that I bought them to replace ones that I currently have. I still have not worn the new ones because I'm still wearing the old ones. So I purchased something that I, I think I will continue, to, I will use in the future, but I didn't have to buy it right away. So watch out for, you know, your spending money. Uh, put this category on a budget. Uh, get, set a limit. This month, this is this is the most I can spend on quote unquote spending money. Um, give yourselves 24 hours before purchasing. Um, you know, like we said with subscriptions, it, you know, you had to go to the grocery store, put things in the buggy, you check out. Well, with spending money, you had to actually go to the store, uh, look around, it screamed at you, you put it in your cart, and then you go to the checkout, you go home with it. Now it's on your phone, it's on your tablet, it's on your computer. You just a click of a button. You can spend money so easily. You can spend hundreds, spend hundreds of dollars within a matter of seconds. So be careful. Uh, put something maybe in the cart. Put it on your wish list on your phone uh, before buying it. And give yourself twenty four hours. Give yourself three days. Whatever, but give yourself a, a time to think about it. Not doing an emotional purchase. Uh, because remember, this industry is geared to making money, and it will bombard you with advertisement. Um, number four, I'm splitting into two different uh, statements, and I'm not going to talk them uh, talk about them in depth here because I think they're going to make uh, two good episodes. And the first one is, uh, you get what you pay for. Uh, you get what you pay for. And and I want to specifically kind of talk about the clothing industry, some things that I've learned um, recently on that. Um, so I'm going to try to make that another episode, but I will say this uh, for the purpose of this episode. Um, like with clothing, you know, the I'm going to use easy numbers. A $5 shirt may not be cheaper than a $50 shirt. You're like, Jaron, did you ever go to elementary school, like $5, $50. One's obviously cheaper. Well, with clothing, look at the cost per wear, not the initial cost up front. Um, so the $5 shirt is a $5 shirt. You spend that $5, you may get two wears out of it. You know, it may get stuck in a drawer. It may get a hole in it. You may lose it. Well, let's not go into losing it because that 
that that that can be the wild card for anything. Uh, but you know, get two wears out of it. Well, that's two fifty per wear. The fifty dollars shirt, you like it. It feels better on your skin. It has a better uh, 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 material quality to it. So you're you you're more likely to wear it on special occasions, on the maybe the church, or you're more apt to wear it out and about on a, a business. Um, uh, a business trip or whatever, instead of just wearing it casually, it's a $50 shirt. But if you wear it, say a hundred times, that's 50 cents per wear. So which was more expensive? Was it the $5 shirt or was it the $50 shirt? Well, using this, this theory, the $50 shirt was cheaper because you got a hundred wears out of it compared to the $5 shirt, which you only wore two times because holes or didn't like it or, you know, whatever. Um, so Anyway, that'll be another episode. Um, the second part of the number four is learn to substitute things. Once again, this will be, I think, a, another good episode. Um, so learn how to substitute activities. Um, you know, my wife, she loves Starbucks coffee. And, and you know, as you guys well know, you go to Starbucks, you spend four, five, seven dollars on a cup of coffee well, within 30 minutes or a couple hours, it's no longer any good. You don't want to drink it or you drank all of it and it's now gone and now you're thirsty again. You know, so in, in some people, they get Starbucks every day. They get Dunkin Donuts every day, whatever it is. Well, my wife is, has been learning uh, uh, how to scale back her coffees where she's getting maybe say like one Starbucks a week. Um, and so now she's making coffees every morning herself. She's learned how to get the recipes and all this stuff and mix everything. You know, she's a barista at this point. She's doing a really good job. Um, and so she learned to substitute and it saves her. I don't know. I mean, it's like a third, a fourth of the price. I don't know. I haven't done the calculation, but it saved, you know, has saved her a lot of money. Um, groceries, um, you know, instead of buying this product or this name brand, you know, get this, but it's going to be the same ingredients, going to have the same vitamins or, you know, whatnot. Um, meal planning, uh, your technology. Well, do I really need that top uh, model of the phone? Do I really need the pro? Uh, can I just get something else? So learn to substitute. It will save you money. And once again, that'll be another episode for another day. Number five, reward yourself. Now, this sounds contradictive to uh, stretching the American dollar, but hear me out. So reward yourself. Don't get so strict with yourself that you're no longer, quote unquote, living. Okay. I have seen people get so strict with their budget um, that they're no longer living. They hate their life. They hate the budget. They, you know, they, they resent their spouse for putting them on this budget or, you know, whatever. Uh, don't do that. Don't get so strict that you're you're getting resentful. You're um, uh, feeling like you're not living. You feel deprived of anything in life. Um, and then, of course, don't jump in from one extreme to the other. So if you are used to just cranking out that um, credit card and um, you're used to living it up and buying steaks and, you know, this, that, and the other, don't jump to the extreme all of a sudden. Um, I have never smoked, but from what I was told for people that have, that have smoked um, and they quit, you know, they had to do it gradually. If they were smoking a pack a day, they they do one less cigarette each day and they scale it back, scale it back, scale it back. Same thing with your budget. 
If, if you're used to buying the stakes and buying this and clicking on that and subscribing to this, don't do everything at one time. It may take you a full year. It may take you two years to get to where you really want to get with your budget. It depends on how extreme it is. Um, learn to, you know, okay, this amount of the budget is going to start paying off the credit card and I'm not going to use the credit card. I'm going to put it in a drawer, forget about it until it's paid off. Um, of course, Dave Ramsey would say cut it up, but anyway, I'm not getting on uh, into his territory. Um, and then, of course, learn to take one step at a time. You know, pull the one subscription off first, then another one three months later. Then learn how to, uh, you know, learn to cook this. You know, learn, you know, one step at a time. Work on one part of your budget at a time. Is it your spending money? Is it your eating out? Which category is the most harmful for your budget? And work on it first. Don't touch any of the others. Do not touch the others. Only work with that one part of your budget, that one category first, and then go from the uh, go from there. And because rewarding yourself um, once in a while, it's based upon your personal need. Everybody's different. It saves you money in the long run. Okay, so rewarding yourself. Um, so you know, like I said, with one step at a time, work on one category at a time. Reward yourself when you reach that goal of, hey, I took that step. I'm going to reward myself. Um, I got rid of that subscription and it's been three months. I'm doing good. Okay, reward yourself. You know, and you, if you reward yourself, it mo helps motivate you to take the next step and then the next step and the next step. So those are a few categories, a few things that I wanted to share with you on how to stretch the American dollar. And I'm hoping to do some more episodes on this, on, on money management. Uh, but this is just an overarching view. A few tidbits, some things that I've learned recently uh, that's kind of helped me out. Um, and of course, we can talk about debt and, and all that as well. Um, but if you haven't checked out Dave Ramsey, uh, check out Dave Ramsey. He's got books out there. He's got YouTube videos. He's got a, a, a radio station, all that. Um, and I know there's a ton of other people that's got some good, solid advice out there. Um, but get out there and get your feet wet. You put yourself on a budget and know where you're at. I did the six-month uh, dissection. Um, I really recommend that. Uh, look at each and every expense that you've had the past six months. Um, that's a very good way of starting. If you're like, well, I don't know where to start, that's one of the best ways to start is know where you're at currently. And be honest with yourself. Not easy, but I believe you can do it. And um, that's it. I'll see you guys next time.